in this episode. How many conversations does the show have to have where someone's talking about, I don't clear, I don't clear, I'm not right, Rick. I'm not right. I see yeah. dead people, Rick. You don't have to kill. You have to give people a chance. They can change. But if they don't change, then they're going to kill you. You don't know if you don't give them a chance. But if they give a chance, <laughs> and dude, I'm like, ah! <laughs> Welcome, you're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, episode 46, part one, The Walking Dead. What's up, everybody? My name is Jeremiah Bannister. And I'm Chad Lutsky. And you're listening or watching Paleo Cheese Podcast, part of the Project Entertainment Network. And Chad, today is part two of our series on Friday the 13th. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. yeah. Have you been I gotta, pumped about this, man? Dude, I am. But first, I have to point something out real quick. What? Can you see this right here on my... Whoops. Right here. What's that remind you of? You might not be old enough. I don't know what that is. Well, it's my hair, for one. But, but what's that remind... <laughs> Does it remind you of anything? Uh, Hold on. I've got... Man, i got the video on, like, real tiny, small, man. I see, I see a curly curl. I see, like, Superman curl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Superman have you ever... Is. Did you ever used to watch Laverne and Shirley, dude? Yes. That's a. It looks like I got Laverne's L right here on my. <laughs> on my jacket. You know how obscure that is, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine That's if I first pulled I that one of. out of a magic hat. You're like, what's this? I'm like, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, oh. uh, yes, I am. I'm stoked. I'm stoked because I, 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 I'm already showing my cards. Three and four are my favorite in the whole series. Really. Yeah, they really are. And I told you before, you you disagreed with me. I told you that this is the one franchise that I felt got better with each movie. I thought two is better than one, three is better than two, four is better than three. Um, you know, mileage may I'm vary. I'm holding you... back, man. I'm holding huh? back. I'm holding back. I'm not gonna. I'm okay. not gonna reveal my card. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't... Yeah, yeah. But I have said this before, yeah. and um. So yeah, I'll, I'll. But yeah, we we'll still talk about worst kills, best kills, all that kind of stuff. But uh, real quick, shout outs. I finished two books since we last spoke, and since our last episode, rather. I finished Burner by Robert Ford, and it is. Uh, I don't know. Did I mention this book last week? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think I mentioned it on another podcast. Or it wasn't really a podcast. It was like a live stream thing. I may have mentioned it on there. Yeah, I did. Um, great book. The timeline in here is genius. The way that, that Robert uh, wrote this. Um, it's a page turner. It's brutal. It's dark. It involves sex trafficking. And it's not done. It's not done with uh, like if you've read my book, The Pale White, which is Done and I have not read that book yet. Attack, bro. Well, if Isn't anyone that, has, yeah. it's done. The, the sex trafficking there is after the fact. It's it's done tactfully, tastefully, if you will. Um, it's not brutal. This is brutal. <laughs> I mean, it's not brutal. Extreme. Brutal. That's not like it's for not children. Like, is that what you're saying? Basically, it's not for all ages. It's not it, like it's reading, not, you know, uh, no this Sesame Street or something. Children's book. It is brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as brutal as it could be. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Doesn't. It's not like some extreme thing, but. You know, people, you know, 
I, I enjoyed it a lot. But I tell you what, dude, the book that I read, I've read a lot of really good books this year. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Particularly in the last couple of months. Have our like, listeners been sending them to you on a regular basis? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you're not. You're not getting them through email, huh? No. <laughs> um, oh, this man. is a book my wife read and loved and recommended to me years ago, and I just I meant to read it, never did, and I am so glad because as of right now, it's my read of the year, top read of the year. It's not horror. It's by Sue Monk Kid. It's called The Secret Life of Bees. Yeah. And it is fantastic. Like I said, it's not horror or anything like that. It feels like, um, and I said this on Twitter, it feels like me and Joe Lansdale got together and wrote a book with a woman's sensibility, and this is what happened. Um, the, the writing feels very similar to both of ours. In that there's a, it's written in first person, which I write a lot in first person. So does Joe. Um, there's uh, some some dry humor in it, some wit, and um, there's a lot of self reflection from the narrator, which I tend to do a lot of. And the, it, it, it's kind of it's not it's kind of vignetti, sort vignetti is that is that yeah, it probably might be not a word, word. made up. It might yeah you know, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Lutskyism. Yeah, <laughs> it has nothing to do with uh, Sasquatches or Yetis, but it's it, it's yeah. kind of written in vignettes. But but there's still a, a you know there's a thorough timeline, and every little chapter or subchapter ends with kind of like this punch, which I I try to do often, and um, it's better than I could write. But it's it's uh, it reminded me a lot of of it. I just loved it, man. And and I know it's it's not for everybody, I guess, especially if you just you don't read anything outside of horror, you know, maybe a lot of our readers or listeners don't. Uh, but I loved it. And like I said, it's it's my top read of the year so far. And I'm I'm really thankful that I that I read it and then finally got around to listening to my wife and and checking and checking it out. The Secret Life of Bees by Sue Monk Kid. I've been in knee deep, dude, in in nonfiction for my mm -hmm. work. Um, but I watched a documentary recently, a mass of the ages, but I've really been kind of like while I work and stuff, I'll have it playing. And sometimes, you know, we'll just watch it and everything, but I try to still be relatively productive, mm -hmm. but I've been binging walking dead. Yeah. You were talking about that last week. Too, I so have. Been, I've been binging walking it. dead and dude, like, okay, it's, it's deep enough into this with enough spinoffs that, if somebody complains of a spoiler and I'll just say it right. Spoiler alert. Um, Rick just vanishes, dude. The main guy, he gets picked up in a freaking helicopter. <laughs> what what and, season are you on? I'm on, I'm on the last season that's available on line or okay. that's available okay. on. Okay. Amazon. I'm not there yet. Oh, they, dude, that's okay. Well, how far I'm are you into there. it? I think I'm six or seven. Well, then I won't say any more than that. I didn't I'm, know. I'm on the season after um, they captured yeah. uh, Negan. Like, well, and here's the thing. They still have him captured, I think. It's, it, it's been years. It was years ago that what I just said happened, and mm -hmm. they promoted it big time as hyping it up. So it was, it was talked about on the shows, mm -hmm. and it was on TV, and it was in the 
magazines. I didn't know because I didn't, you know, I wasn't watching it live or anything. Um, so maybe we can take the spoiler out. We'll beep it out. <laughs> we'll say blank isn't on the show anymore. And people will be like, who's that? <laughs> say, you guess, you guess, you look it up, you know, it's- but they're, they're, but, I, but I'll say this. I, all I will say is that at first with the changes that I beeped out a little bit ago, <laughs> though, when those changes happened, I was so angry about it. And that's only one of them. There's like three. I was so angry about the whole thing that I considered stopping. I thought, how can I continue watching this? I am so glad I did because mm-hmm. in a weird way, it might actually be better. Yeah. Well, and it blew my mind, man. I thought this is really remarkable, but I will say one thing that really upset me so mm-hmm. far. And, and it's just, this is a writing thing too. This, this comes down to writers, producers, all the backstory stuff with TV. Um, is an episode. There's an episode that is particularly brutal. Okay. And there's a bad guy in it who does some terrible things to some people that are endearing. And it's really, if you're talking really about, if you're talking about what Negan does to Glenn and yep. stuff, everyone already knows that. Everyone already, okay. Everyone already knows. So what Negan did to Glenn. Yeah. And, and, it, uh, it was gut wrenching. It, the, oh, dude, ang- yeah. on the edge of your seat, angry, scared for them yeah. when you're invested in this. And the part with, with, uh glenn looking at maggie and saying i'll find you dude it didn't it didn't matter that homeboy looked like a bloodied up elephant man it didn't matter Mm -hmm. it was absolutely endearing dude i was bawling i'm like dude this guy loves his wife like he loves her and it was so devastating and it was but here's the thing after that i noticed that it got it seemed like the show got real different. Like something was different. And I actually wondered if maybe it was a writer strike. I didn't know the timeline. And mm. I was like, was there a writer strike or something? Like what? It seems like the path has gone really weird. It's more into like character development and uh, really getting into the various worlds and stuff. And come to find out, man, critics got mad and critics called it uh, um, torture porn. They said it was torture porn. They were highly criticized because of that episode, what happened with Glenn. Mm-hmm. And the, I don't know if it was the producer or whatever was like, yeah, you know, we're not about that kind of stuff. And he was, they were all freaking out. But I think the writers d- defended themselves. They're like, look, you know, this is, this is what it is. This is a great episode. And people loved it, dude. Mm-hmm. People hated it and loved it because, you know, it's just the way it works with drama like that. Yeah. And, but it, but they, they changed. And they, they started softening things. And all of a sudden, they were emphasizing the debate over killing or not killing. And I'm just like, and I got so angry about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those lessons, dude, in, in life that you look back and you say, I hope that people learn that, you know, I don't want to discount a lot of these critics. That's what we do. That's what we're going to do tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about a film and we're going to criticize things and talk about it, review it. At the same time, there's like an elite brand of that. That's like its own bubble with its own views and expectations. And sometimes it is so dramatically disconnected from the people in general. You see that with so many things now where you go and you look at the critics reviews and it's like 100 and the people are like, <laughs> like this is garbage. This is hot trash. And the critics are like, oh, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. That is one of those moments for me. And uh, but I love the show. I'm, I like it even, I may like, may like it even more now. I have a love hate relationship with it because 
I I started watching it, um, you know, years ago, and then I stopped. Uh, I think it was at season two or three. When and spoiler alert, if you're not that far, yeah, um, three, yeah. two, one. Carl kills his mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't even give her a chance to maybe see if she could live through this. Yeah, she she that didn't that it just look like maybe she passed out from the pain. Yeah. That pissed me off. That's what I thought. I thought and, that she just passed out from being overwhelmed by the pain, and that was it. And if and there's somebody like, that dead. needs to go, <laughs> and in this 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 may be um, very controversial, but if there was somebody that needed to go, that would be a hindrance and, and get everybody dead. It would not be the mom. Be Carl. No, it was between the mom and the baby. Remember? Yeah. Well, yeah. Between the mom and the baby. Yeah. You got a crying baby you're carrying around and everybody has to be quiet? Come on. You, this baby, what kind of life is this baby going to live when you're just... I mean, think about it, dude. That's like that's like uh, being a, uh, an 18-year-old kid that's on the verge of being homeless because he's going to lose his apartment. And you go out to the pound and you go rescue a dog and you grab yourself a dog. But the, idiot. I got I to gotta say, though, the show... I don't know who's writing it. There's a lot of Jesus talking there. And a lot of Bible stuff, a lot of Christian stuff, and a lot of things that, just to be honest, it, it comes across almost, and this will be controversial to say, but I, I can only imagine other people have noticed, um, almost pro-life. I mean, it, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I talked to Angela well, Okay, about, but how is you know. it pro-life when, when you're, it's like, I mean, I understand that, but when it's like, okay, we're going to have this baby or are we going to kill them? Let's what reframe have, it. you got to go? Let's reframe it. Uh, uh, rephrase it. Anti-abortion. Okay. Anti-abortion. Because she, she took the pill, right? Lori yeah. took the pill and then spit it out. She felt convicted about it. She spit it. She puked it up. And later on made a choice. If it's between her and the future, it's the future. Right? And now, of course, there's, I mean, dude, how many, we're going to talk about it tonight with, with Friday the 13th. How many yeah. decisions are made in dramas that in real life, what, what's the term for that? Um, I, I thought there was like a term for when you evaluate something and you see decisions that people make in dramas that make it really intense and everything. And the, the tension is building and all that. And you're like, in reality, nobody in the universe would yeah. have done what that person just did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like stay in the room <laughs> with the bad guy and yeah. sit there and breathe for a while and hug somebody and just <laughs> and there's like a purse, a bad guy right there, run right next to him or something. You know, yeah, or just, like or like watching Negan get away with all of that everything he did. And nobody's moving. In, but but they were surrounded. How many people surrounded them though? Okay, like but I, I'm mainly would have though. I'm mainly kind of talking about when he was in that warehouse. And he was standing up yeah. above everybody, and there were so many people that hated him at that point. Yeah, and nobody was doing anything. I mean, and there it was scenes just, though, at, like yeah. At that point, it was ridiculous. It was like come scenes on. where like Carl or, or Carol, she rolls up, man, and she's got a gun. She's like, "Put the weapons down." There's like five guys, and they're all like looking at each other, like, "Okay, I'll <laughs> put it down." <laughs> like, yeah. dude, you got five machine guns, dude, on this chick with a machine gun. You ain't putting it down, dude. You're yeah. like, we got you surrounded, lady. Like, no offense. But, you know. My other, pro- my other problem yeah. was this. I can't remember what season it was. It was either four or five. Yeah. But they started, they, the whole season was like this. They'd leave a tremendous cliffhanger. 
and they wouldn't resolve that for and this was back when it was episode. like playing yeah. every every week you know yeah. this was yeah, yeah. something that was just slapped on netflix and you get to see a whole season yeah and they would they would leave you with a tremendous cliffhanger whether it be i can't remember the, the particular season but they would not resolve that for three weeks yeah, they it'd would be go, like three, yeah, it'd be like three shows. They would dedicate a whole episode to a storyline that had nothing to do with what you're waiting to see. And then yeah. the next week would come and then the, a whole nother storyline rather than and they would dedicate full episodes. They went from covering everybody like like shows do, you know, yeah. you, most shows, most dramas and stuff like that. They, they they're like five minutes here, 10 minutes here, five minutes here, five minutes back over here. It's like whole episodes, dude. Huh? It's like whole episodes dedicated to one person. And, but it was just, yeah, they stopped doing yeah. that for an entire yeah. season. And at that point, dude, I was so frustrated because I didn't, it, 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 you know, it's bad enough if you're watching a subplot for five or 10 minutes of characters that you really haven't, you're not really caring about. Books are the same way. You know, you, you started a new chapter. It's like, oh crap, I want to know what was going on over here. And then you've got, um, you know, the next 30 chapter or pages are, you don't care. You yeah. want to get back to, and that's what walking dead was doing. And they were making people wait three weeks and dedicating full episodes on, um, Morgan on subplots. That was... <laughs> Morgan. You know, how many, how many conversations does the show have to have where someone's talking about, I don't clear, I don't clear. I'm not right. Rick. I'm not right. I see yeah. dead people, Rick. You don't have to kill. You have to give people a chance. They can change. But if they don't change, then they're going to kill you. You don't know if you don't give them a chance. But if they give a chance, <laughs> and dude, I'm like, ah! and they just do back, forth, back, forth. And yeah. it went on and on and on. And I'm like, and there'd be episodes where they do the backstories, right? Like the one with Morgan and the cheesemaker and stuff. Okay. I mean, I get it. Now we know why he fights with a stick. Okay, mm -hmm. there was some stuff in there that's like, man, that's a sad story about that, or wow, mm -hmm. that's emotional. But dude, it really doesn't move anything forward. It doesn't. It doesn't add anything, yeah, to him because he's the same I don't clear guy that he was in that place that he was before then when he was talking with yeah. Rick inside of his house. I mean, I just so there, there are certain things, there were certain seasons, dude, that I I could have. I was getting frustrated. Yeah. But then I, all I of a sudden it comes back, dude, with a fury. And well, it's what I got your rope stopped, in again. After Glenn and, and the I, I can't remember Abraham, I think his name was Abraham, after they were yeah. killed. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of lost the, the wind of my sails for the show. Yeah. And uh I did well, no, after Negan was captured, because that's why people were still watching. They wanted to see Negan get his. And then once he was captured, the wind kind of got out of my sails. And I got to be honest, I did hear something and don't don't verify this or anything. I did hear something about Rick dying. And then I heard about him leaving the show and that maybe they paved the way for him to, to maybe come back. But so I don't know which one's true, There's, but it's all it's all in public. When I heard it, it, yeah, when I heard it, I was I was like. So I don't know what happens. It'll be movies. Know that that actor. That's all. I, that's all I'll say. There's supposed to be three on the show for movies. at least a season. I don't know if he's back. I don't know if he's. I don't know what happened. So anyway, and I'm sure I'll finish the finish the show because at this point I'm hate watching it, kind of, you know, because you you will for another season and a half probably. 
But then well, it comes it comes back. Well, my thing bro. is when I heard that Rick was left, I, I didn't care. I was tired of Rick, I, quite honestly, dude. He really? was really he started to really annoy me. When when I remember having conversations with a wife, and I was like, "If they have, can you imagine the show if they ever got rid of Rick?" And then another season or so went by, and then it was like, you know, I just got sick of the, you know, um, Carl, we got to do what we got to do, Carl, you know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I just I got tired of Rick, and yeah. Um, I got tired of a lot of the, because everything, and you know, and then he became back and forth kind of, and it was just like, if he died, I'd be like, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. But, but, you know, I, I do like Daryl. Yes. Um, and, I didn't uh, like Carol in the beginning and now she's like one of my favorite. Yeah. Like, and I wondered, cause I looked well, her up. She was a you know, real weak these, woman at first. At first. Yeah. And she becomes just a powerhouse. And the thing is, is like. I remember seeing when I looked her up, it was saying, you know, she's one of the most endearing characters of in the show's history. Mm-hmm. And I and I remember thinking, I think it was season one or season two. I'm thinking, how? <laughs> like, how is she so endearing? And then you learn. You you start to see more. And the you know what? Develops, it's... and they did a really, really fantastic job. They did. And you know her. what? I, I I kind of I kind of think that, you know, I think that the writers intend for her character to get hard and, and hardened and, and, and be who she is because of her experience with the zombies and stuff like that. But quite honestly, based on what I've seen in real life and when women get out of an abusive relationship, how much they thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause she was in a horrendous relationship with her. her and homeboy was wicked. And yeah. 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 And then once he was gone out of the picture, um, yeah, when these women they're not being held down, they're not being told that they're that they're ugly or they're not good enough and stuff, and all of a sudden, you know, they're experiencing love from other people. So I think that that this camaraderie that she had with their other peers and stuff, and the fact that her she wasn't under her thunder husband's thumb had maybe had a lot more to do with her character development than than just fighting zombies. Yeah. Oh, totally. You know, and so like. Her, I, I like most of the characters. I mean, there's only a handful that I'm kind of just annoyed by. And I'm kind of with you on Rick a little bit. You know, the the idea of, you know, his character just kept fleshing out a lot of the same, same things being said and repeated. And I get it. I mean, when you're on that long, there are people who tune in and they might be tuning into season seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, mm-hmm. that you don't know when people are coming into it. Not everybody's going back like a junkie, like me and you <laughs> going back to the beginning and saying, we need to see how it starts to, you know, through and give it a mm-hmm. chance. And so people come in. So they'll want to know a little bit. So they have to do a little bit of that, that background and a little bit of the repetition. I, I understand it, but it, it, it just, it got to be superfluous, mm-hmm. right? It just got to be too much. It was redundant at that point. It wasn't yeah. s- sprinkled. It was in your face all the time. And it's frustrating. And all I'll say is, um, without giving any more details away, um, the questions that will inevitably arise for people who are unaware of what happens will be answered in, it, the claim is, answered in three movies, which, if I read correctly, are intend, uh, intended for theaters. And mm-hmm. so these are like movie movies, like not just made for TV movies. These are movie movies in cinema. And so... That's where the answers will come. 
Hmm. Um, and I'll just I'll leave it at that. But that's what I've been doing. So I I've been right. allowing I'll myself. Probably, I'll probably go back to it soon and, and catch up and and everything. Like you I have said, to, you know, man. hate watch yeah. it. Yeah, hate hate watch it because dude, that's what I did, and that's mm-hmm. why I made it easy to to kind of work a little bit for a while, almost for a full season. Just to say I'm working, it's playing in the background. I might miss one conversation or catch and be like, oh, okay, that's important. Um, and in mm-hmm. the end, I didn't miss anything. Um, so, but it catches back up and it still has its, you know, it kind of does its thing where mm-hmm. it's a little slow for some episodes and then it's back with a gusto. It does that, but that's normal. That's in fact, that's kind of, you have to almost not every show is 24, right? Like not every show, although the timeline for the timeline for uh, walking dead is real funky. Yeah. You know, it's, there, there are certain periods, certain seasons where you think it happens over a long period of time and it just doesn't, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe a week or two. (laughs) You're thinking what, you know, is it really that fast? And, uh, and so the timeline's kind of funky, but it's a cool show. I've been enjoying watching it. Um, I've been even the hate watching. I, I'll, you know, I kind of have a sadistic. It is a gory show. thing with that, you know. That's yeah, it's, and kept, it's gory. Yeah, it's, it's gory. what kept me coming back. Is it's definitely the goriest TV show. Um, and that that episode that you're talking about, the traumatic one. Yeah. Uh, I there's never been anything like that on TV ever. Never. Yeah. No. With that kind of impact or with that kind of gore. Um, they don't hold, they don't hold back. Dude, last thing I'll say about this. There was, um, I, I think I read, I, I looked it up and, because they have spinoffs. They've got a couple spinoffs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And apparently one of the spinoffs, the premiere of it was the most watched episode. If I remember correctly, most, was it the most watched episode of any cable TV show ever? Like it, it was, it was, it was massive, dude. It was, it, it blew my mind. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it was this huge thing. And if I'm wrong, if somebody please correct me. I'll, I'll go back and check it uh, here. I don't want to be peddling a bunch of nonsense, but it, it was a huge historic landmark in cable television history. Hmm. And so, and uh, in the season, the whole, the whole series itself actually is a big landmark too, which I thought was weird because I had not heard of that. I'd only heard of, but then again, I don't watch cable television. Mm-hmm. So I watch shows from cable on yeah. Netflix or on yeah. Amazon, yeah, but too. I don't, I don't have cable. I, I cut that cord a long time ago. Oh yeah. Every person's story has something to teach us how others view life, how obstacles are overcome, how joy is felt, how fears are faced, how love is expressed. The Matters of Faith podcast explores individual stories of people's lives and how faith plays a part. It may not be your story, but it may help shape yours. The Matters of Faith podcast with Jay Wilburn is on Project Entertainment Network.